Welcome to The Rulebook. I'm your host, Alex Palmer, and I'm the queen of learning things the hard way so you don't have to. On this podcast, we're talking about the mistakes I made and the lessons I learned along the way to create the rules I now live by. On each episode, we're going to be discussing a new rule, why I created it, how it came about, and how you can apply it in your own life. So let's get into it. Welcome to episode number 15. Welcome back to The Rulebook. This week, I was thinking about people-pleasing, as I so often do. I myself am a recovering people-pleaser. I'm currently in the midst of undoing all that shit. And I guess the first step really is admitting that you have a problem. My mom raised my sister and I to be people-pleasers so that she could control her kids to the best of her ability. But what she wasn't banking on is that it would make it easier for complete strangers to do the same thing to us. I'm pretty sure she doesn't like that outcome, and neither do we. The thing about people pleasing is I didn't really know that I was one. This was something that I had to discover about myself because I always just assumed that I was just, you know, extra nice, which is not a thing. It doesn't really exist. But now I no longer see nice as a virtue. I see nice for what it is. It's oftentimes a manipulation. It's a way to mask your true feelings or intentions. Or honestly, it's just a way to pretend as much as possible until you don't have to anymore for the sake of other people. But being nice is anything but being kind, especially to yourself. I also think it's a way to keep you safe, especially as women. We are taught from a young age that girls are made of sugar and spice and everything nice. That being polite and being a lady and not being rude to other people, no matter how much they get under our skin, is what we have to do. And it's kind of a threat because usually if you're not nice to a guy, you run the risk of him harming you ultimately. Because if you turn on the news and you see, we all see women who are constantly ending up battered or murdered because they rejected someone. Or you will experience this when you walk down the street, when you refuse to give a guy your number and all of a sudden he turns on you. So it's not that it's bad advice to be nice. Those situations that I just mentioned are super tough. And sometimes you do just have to be polite or brush it off and then walk really, really fast. But when you're trying to get through life like everybody else, there's no reason to walk around being as sweet as pie to any and everyone because you're just wasting your energy on complete strangers or people who don't deserve it. So rule number 15, don't be too sweet or they will eat you. This week, I'm going to see the play A Doll's House, starring Jessica Chastain on Broadway with my friend Sasha. I'm really excited. It's a classic. If you haven't read it, what the hell high school did you go to? Because it was required reading for me. But in a nutshell, this was a revolutionary play. And it was was radical at the time because the main character, Nora, she is a mother and a wife. And she realizes that her husband has basically been treating her like a doll. He's robbed her of any identity. And uh, he's infantilized her and objectified her. And she's lost when we meet her. And so I was reading this interview in the New York Times with Jessica Chastain about playing the part because it's her return to theater after 10 years. And she talked about how she thinks most women can relate to Nora because we're often told to be as palatable as possible. And I thought that was a super interesting word choice because what is palatable, right? Palatable is how you describe food. So it goes back to this idea of we we're something to be consumed 
women are something to be consumed by others. And God forbid we leave a bad taste in anyone's mouth by having our own identity or opinions about things. If you're striving to be palatable, you're entering dangerous territory because humans are not meant to be palatable. Food is meant to be palatable. And in the character of Nora, when she's just striving to be the perfect wife, the perfect mother, she becomes a doll and she lacks an existence and she only exists as a sort of plaything for them. Dolls don't have feelings. Dolls don't think. They don't have thoughts. They're inanimate and they're perfect and they also aren't real. I found baby pictures of myself that my mom had kept and on them she wrote, Alexandra, the doll. Originally seeing these photos and seeing that written down, I didn't think much of it, but after years in therapy, I see it and I finally realized the significance of it. Let's not even get into the fact that I think a lot of parents have children for the fact that they think they're creating some sort of mini me. And I already think that like, that's fucked up, but I could never be my mom's baby doll because I'm a human being. And I have needs. See, dolls aren't needy, but people are. And so you're in for a rude awakening if, you are expecting, if you're expecting your baby to behave like a doll because she absolutely will not. Unless you learn to assert yourself, society will try to turn you into a doll or a sweet sugary little cupcake. But the problem is those things get discarded very easily for the next new model or they're devoured literally. And then you know what happens after that. I think you can want to stand up for yourself, but if you don't know what that looks like, even if you desperately want to do it, it's going to be tough. I've had such random moments of clarity regarding this over the past couple of years, even sitting and talking with a friend who, you know, monopolizes the conversation. And when it's your turn to talk, they immediately pick up the phone and start texting someone else. You think in your mind, oh, I wouldn't do that because I'm, I'm so nice. I just wouldn't do that. Like that's not in my character but maybe you just don't have the energy to be nice all the time. And that's okay too. You don't have to worry about other people every second of the day. You can put yourself first. People pleasing goes beyond being extra gracious to your selfish friend. It's saying yes when you want to say no. It's staying places longer than you should. It's shrinking yourself as tiny as you can get to a convenient bite-sized version so that there's enough room for everybody else, even if there's not room for you. I screenshotted a quote on my phone this week that I saw on TikTok. And it was, when you learn to survive by people pleasing and mirroring those around you, you don't develop into yourself because you've long abandoned yourself and you have to rediscover who you are. And I've been in therapy for five years and people pleasing has obviously come up, but I've never heard it described this way or it's never hit me as hard as this quote did this week. I was shook reading it because I was like, oh, I get it. <laughs> I get it. Like I've been on this journey of self-discovery for such a long time and it is why, why I've pursued certain things such as writing and acting. And now I realize why I had to. It's like, oh, because I wasn't really able to sort of develop a personality or a, I mean, I have a personality, you know, but develop myself as much as I would have liked to in my earlier years because I wasn't allowed to because I was so busy 
taking care of other people's needs and not accepting, acknowledging, and meeting my own. You can't be your authentic self when you're super busy being a sugary cupcake because that does take a lot of energy. When we're so much more complicated than cupcakes and dolls, and it's our right to be, it's okay. That too, we're taught that it's not okay to put yourself first, especially girls. You have to take care of other people. You have to be the nurturer. You have to be the mother. You have to be this. You have to be the good hostess, whatever it is for you that you're internalizing. But actually, no, you can't be any of those things if you're not putting yourself first. You're like, eventually you will snap. There's nothing wrong with putting your needs first. I also think that people can tell when you're the type of person who doesn't. It's like the energy vampires of the world. They can sniff that out. And so that's why so often you wake up one day and you realize you're surrounded by people you don't really like or who, who just take, who suck the air out of every room you're in with them. Because when you're too palatable, who's going to pass you up? So you have to be extra careful. So go ahead and leave a bad taste in their mouth. <laughs> that can go way too many different ways, but you know what I mean. Don't be a cupcake. Don't be a doll. Unless you want to be. I mean, <laughs> do, do what you want. But at the end of the day, take care of you. And just know, not everybody deserves to take a bite out of you. All right, guys, come back next Monday for another episode of The Rulebook. Subscribe to this podcast and follow me on all social media channels at Serious Actress. Bye, guys.